Welcome to Mom Fashions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burdens of motherhood. I'm Emily. I'm Beth, and we're your hosts. We hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom Fashions, a Fort Worth Moms blog production. Episode 3, A Single Mom's Guide to Vacation Planning. Friends, please welcome to our studio the very lovely and the very smart Christy Hill. Hey! Yay! She is not only our friend, but also is a co-worker at Mom Fashions in Fort Worth Moms. She is the PR queen among us. Christy is a single mom to three boys, so welcome, welcome, welcome. We're very happy to have you. Yay, thanks for inviting me. Christy is chatting with us today. She's bringing her expertise in vacation planning to mom fashions, and even more specifically, her tips and insight into planning family vacations as a single mom. Tell us a little bit about your your fam. I have three boys, two dogs and a cat. We don't talk about the cat. My boys are a little bit older now, so it's easier to plan vacations for teenagers. But my oldest is 16. I have one that's 14 and then a 12-year-old. All boys. We're all girls over here (laughs) at my house. And then Beth as well is all girls. Yeah, we don't understand the boy thing at all. I don't understand the boy thing at all (laughs) either. You can enlighten us, right? Yeah. For Fort Worth Moms, you wrote an article called The Single Mom's Guide to Fun Family Vacations. Yes. I have to say, I have kind of sworn off vacations, so I need you to convince me otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) With three kids, it's a lot of work. So we need you to convince us to keep doing this and to give us good reasons why. When my ex-husband and I first split up, my kids were pretty young. My oldest was eight My youngest was three. My oldest was at that age where he knew exactly what was happening. It was kind of rough. So I made a decision that I was going to do everything in my power not to sacrifice anything as a family. And family vacations was just one of those things that I wasn't going to let that be a dad-only thing. We'd always taken a a vacation every summer and and I didn't want to change that. It was different when they were younger. You know, obviously chasing after kids in a strange town is not super easy. Doing it on by yourself is a little bit harder. So we started off doing things like beach trips where we could be in a cabin and just walk out to the beach or... That's my love language. (laughs) Beach, just walk out, all those things. Yes. Yes. Something simple where I couldn't really lose anyone. And since then we've gotten a little bit more elaborate like with our trip to New York last summer. That was really fun. We love, love, loved your article. Your first point was called Dare to Dream. So just explain for our listeners what you meant by that. So if there's a place you want to go, nothing's off the table. I don't want to ever say, oh, I can't do that because I'm doing it by myself. If there's something I want to do, I kind of tuck it away. I usually (laughs) start by creating a Pinterest board, kind of like a little online vision board just to kind of keep the dream alive. And then once we decide what we're doing, we're all in. I go for it. Like when we went to New York last summer, I had gone a couple of years before and I was like, there's no way. I cannot do this. I have two kids with sensory issues, anxiety issues. My youngest is on the spectrum. I knew it was going to happen, but I couldn't do it right then. So I created that Pinterest board. And then a couple of years later, I was like, we're doing it. And it was perfect. And they all loved it. It's one of our favorite trips that we've done. So nothing is off the table. If I can dream it, I'm going to make it happen. How far out did you start planning for that trip? For New York, I'd 
I'd been planning it for a couple of years. I kind of planned, how are we going to make this happen? When are they old enough that they'll enjoy it? And that I won't be afraid of, you know, not having a leash on them. By two years later, I felt like they could handle it. I could handle it. Most of the trips that I've planned, it's been a year out. I already know what we're doing next summer. Next summer, San Francisco. So fun. (laughs) Yay. So we're doing Chicago this summer, going to San Francisco next summer. Okay, this is the golden question. Literally, golden as in gold. Everything in life, boo-hoo-hoo, requires budgeting. Yes. So give us a lesson in how you go, because as everybody can tell, you are the queen of planning. (laughs) So for making family vacations work for your family unit, how do you pull it off money-wise? I start out about a year in advance, and I begin by hitting up the budget travel sites, like Expedia, Travelocity, those sites. And I'll go in, and I literally plug everything in. I just pick a random date for whenever the time frame is that we're wanting to travel. So let's say for our trip to San Francisco next year, I've already gone in to Expedia. I've plugged in a random date for next summer and just looked at how much flight, hotel, transportation to and from the airport. Um, I look at do I have to rent a car? Do I, you know, is there public transportation we can use? Then I look to see what's in the area to do. I love the city pass. That's what we did when we went to New York. It's what we're doing when we go to Chicago. It's a discount pass that uh, usually has the major sites, uh, major sites that you would want to see. So I look at what is there to do there. I look at what it's going to cost us to get there and stay. And then I have my goal budget. So I'll save money throughout the year, whatever I can, month to month. I'll just plug stuff into my savings. I also, this may not be a very popular way to do this, but I don't claim any exemptions on my taxes. So I have the max taken out every month. You know, the way I see it is I wouldn't be making anything if I had that money in a savings account. First of all, I wouldn't put it in savings because I know myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Target does call, doesn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and things happen. Absolutely. So, yeah. Like last summer when I had to buy a new air conditioner. No fun. I just see it as I'm helping out Uncle Sam, and I get a good return when I do my taxes. So I get quite a a bit back being a single mom. To me, that's a little bit of an investment on our vacations, and that's what that money is set aside for. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's where the bulk of our vacation money comes from. I'll save, like I said, month to month, but then I also bargain hunt. I'll go into wherever we're going. Like I've gone in, we're going to Chicago this next weekend. I've already gone into Chicago area Groupon and looked around for restaurants, fun things to do. Stuff like that. So anything I can do to save money, I will have sussed it out long before we go. So I have to plan budget-wise for about a year. For me, that's about how long it takes. But then by the time we get there, I'm set. And I know exactly what it's going to cost us to go. So not only do you take an approach of prepping financially and kind of getting a good idea of what you want to do, you also try to do some scheduling for when you're actually on your trip. So how do you keep yourself sane by using the schedule and all that stuff? So I will plan not to the hour, but by the day. So I'll know on any given day of our trip what we're going to be doing that day. And I try to break it down by geographic region. So like when we did our New York trip last summer, we spent a day in Midtown 
And so all the sites that we wanted to see in Midtown, we tried to do them that day. Any restaurants we wanted to hit in Midtown, we tried to do them on that day. The same goes for the day we went to the Statue of Liberty. So we did everything in Lower Manhattan that day. We went around the Stock Exchange and walked around that whole area. So I like to know what restaurants are in this area. I have two kids with serious food aversions. And so one of them will subsist on chicken nuggets the entire time. The other one will eat nothing but french fries the entire time. And I make my peace with that before we go. But I also know that I have already found a restaurant where we can get chicken nuggets and french fries. And so I try to plan it by the day where this is everything we want to accomplish this day. And then as far as being flexible with that, I have a schedule and then we rarely go by it. <laughs> but at least it's there. Yes. And I've Something already. Something you can fall back I on. I have the information. But rarely do we stick to it because we'll wake up and we'll feel like doing something totally different than what we've planned for that day. We're not locked into our schedule, but I like to over plan just in case. But then that's the fun part of exploring new places too is the day that we went to Lower Manhattan last year, we kind of stumbled on, we went far enough up because we couldn't find a subway to get back to our hotel. They were all closed. Every single one. And so we had wandered and wandered and wandered. And New York City was having like a record heat wave. And so we were dying. It was so hot. We were soaking wet. We were all sweating. "Um, We left Texas (laughs) to go to New England. And this Yes. So we really just wanted to find our way back. Um, And we actually ended up accidentally finding Chinatown in Little Italy. That was not on the plan to take the kids to Chinatown and Little Italy. But we saw it and then we had to do it. So plan ahead, know exactly what there is to do, what you can do, break it up by area, know how to get around. But then just, it's important, I think, to be flexible once you get there because you never know what's gonna come up. You've got to roll with punches. Yes. Yes. So I know you well enough to know that you have some funny trip with your kids' stories. So why don't you tell us about rolling with the punches all the way to the Smoky Mountains? (laughs) So um, something is always going to come up. Luckily, we, my kids and I have a good enough sense of humor that these are funny stories now. They didn't feel like funny stories in the moment. But for spring break this year, We went to the Smoky Mountains, and the plan was to leave at 3 a.m. Because these are teenage boys. This was your first mistake, I just want to (laughs) say. These are teenage boys. They can sleep anywhere. Um, And so I thought, why not sleep in the car? And then we'll have time when we get there, when we arrive, to still be able to do stuff. I couldn't sleep the night that we were supposed to go. So (laughs) at 2 o'clock in the morning, I decided, you know what? I'm up. Let's just go. And so we piled in the car. We left, we got about an hour and a half out of town and had a blowout. So it's 3.30 in the morning, (laughs) nothing is open. We are nowhere near home. So we ended up sitting in an IHOP for about four hours. Drinking endless (laughs) cups of coffee. Until we were able to get a new tire and then we hit the road again. Because of this delay, we ended up riding a tornadic storm. All the way from Dallas to Tennessee, we went through two tornado warnings. And what was supposed to be a 13-hour road trip turned into a 20-hour road trip, basically. So the the storm slowed us down. There were a few meltdowns in the car when all four of our 
phone sirens went off saying we were in the middle of a tornado. You're like, oh, well, <laughs> let's keep going. Not pulling over now. <laughs> well, there's really not an option when you're on That's the true. open road yeah. and there's no place do? to go. Yeah. So we kept going and we ended up getting there really late and we were staying in the mountains. I mean, it's probably a happy mistake that we ended up getting there at night so that I couldn't see how crazy the roads were to get to the cabin. The weather had come in just ahead of us and it had knocked down a tree on our the driveway to our cabin was like a really steep slope down and there was a downed tree um, that I couldn't see because it was pitch black uh, and I ended up driving over the tree and popping another tire so so first thing the next day we had to go get a second tire and it was it was crazy but it ended up being it was a really a great happy trip vacation. it was <laughs> It was like, we had a blast. And you know what? Because it took us so long to get there and it was so hard to get there, that 13-hour trip home was like nothing. It flew by. We'll be back after a short break. This episode of Mom Fashions is brought to you by Fort Worth Moms, an online parenting resource for moms in Texas and throughout the United States. Visit fortworth.citymomsblog.com to learn more. Welcome back. We're still here with our friend Christy talking about single moms and family vacations. So I'm curious, how much input do your sons get in vacation planning? They get, well, they get quite a bit, mostly about location. And then I always tell them to go and look, and they know how to use Pinterest. I've told them how to go in and and look at stuff. You've raised them well. Yes, I have. They know how to use Pinterest. Um, They have Pinterest accounts. And I tell them to look around and see what there is they want to do. Hardly ever do they do this. They, they're boys, I guess. That's maybe a boy thing. They just don't care. So usually it's, it's all down to me. But I know them well enough to know what they'll enjoy doing and what they won't for the most part. That is so different from girls. All of mine are under seven and they all have opinions on which <laughs> road we should take to Chick-fil-A. And so I can't imagine letting them have input on I a will vacation. say, so... Like I said, location seems to be the thing they care about the most. I've wanted to take them to D.C. for years, and they're just not there yet. And I'm not going to spend that much money on a trip that they're not into. What are some other good resources that are like your top go-to when you're planning for a vacation? City Pass is another one. Even if there's not a City Pass brand of pass... Um, there's often, like here in Fort Worth, we have the Pogo Pass. You know, there's all kinds of things. If you just do a Google search of wherever you're going and type in discounts, you can come up with those passes. Those passes are good for a couple of things. One, they give you discounts, but two, they make sure you know what the top things are that you need to do while you're there. Like Chicago, I went probably 20 years ago, but I went on the the City Pass website and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. That's where the Field Museum is and Navy Pier. And so that kind of tells me... These are the things you really need to hit while you're there. I love the boat ride. If you want some tips, I've got some. Yes. Just talking about where you're going, I've always had friends that have been. So when we went to Yellowstone, I had never been. So I had a friend who, they go often. So she brought me hiking boots and she brought me a whole bag full of books and pamphlets and really cool uh, guidebooks and maps that were really, you know, key in helping Mm -hmm. me plan what we were going to do when we were there. So just talking about it, and I've been known to go on Facebook and say, hey, who do I know yeah. that's been here? What do you love it? <laughs> you know, what can you tell me? Do you think with other single moms and stuff that you know, that they feel like this is just out of their reach? 
When my kids were younger, um, I did get a lot of feedback, like people telling me, oh, you're such a good mom. I'm like, this doesn't make me a good mom. This is just something, you know, I did it when I was married. I'm not going to not do it when I'm not. But I do see where you kind of kind of have to have that adventurous spirit a little bit, that ability to take risks because it does, I mean, it is a little scary doing those things. So I've learned, you know, when they were younger, we did a lot of co-trips. My mom would go with us and we would split the cabin or split the condo at the beach or whatever. I've gone on trips with friends and having that extra set of adults is nice because one, you get to be in some of the pictures, which is really important. point, yes. (laughs) I'm never in any of the pictures. Thank goodness for selfie sticks. That's another thing. But also you've got another pair of adult eyes watching kids. My kids are older now, old enough now that it's not such a big deal. I wasn't worried walking down the street in New York that one of them was going to go wander off. You just kind of, you have to know your kids. I mean, all three of my kids have special needs, whether it's anxiety or, you know, like I said, my youngest is on the spectrum. So knowing your kids and and what you're comfortable with even then it shouldn't stop you from doing it if you can take care of your kids around town at home you can take care of your kids around town somewhere else amen why is it important why do you do it what's your heart behind it so i just want to be able to make those memories with my kids we are never going to forget that trip to new york um we talk about it all the time still you are never going to forget that trip to the Smoky mountains (laughs) No, we'll never also forget true. getting there. You know, we're never going to forget dropping Ethan in the rapids, you know, things like that. We've had really good memories, too. We're not going to forget using our wands all over Universal Studios oh, at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I mean, be honest, you're still trying to use that <laughs> wand, right? Yes. Um, I do. Please, room, magically yes. clean itself. We've gone to Los Angeles. And, you know, we're not we're not ever going to forget using that selfie stick in front of the Hollywood sign. All of these things are, you know, the kids are going to remember. I don't want them to grow up thinking I was afraid to do things with them. I just want to be able to make memories with them like I would have if we were still an intact family. Well, thank you, Christy, for all of these super helpful tips for all moms everywhere. Friends, you can check out these show notes, including a link to Christy's original article on our Facebook page, Mom Fashions Podcast. As always, visit fortworth.citymomsblog.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And just one more time, in case you didn't hear, it's fortworth.citymomsblog.com. Fort Worth Mom's Blog.